Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Team Wealth Radio. I'm so glad you decided to join us for another week. Um, I got some cool messages from the last couple weeks shows from you guys out there. So whoever uh, called in, I really appreciate it or emailed me. Um, I'm glad some of you are listening. So it's kind of cool to know that there's people out there listening and that we're making a bit of a difference for you. Uh, My co-host Kevin and Ewan, they're both busy uh, this week, so they won't be joining me. But we don't need them. Why? Because our guest is so fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) And she's giggling in the background with me. Um, if you are not on Instagram, I suggest you get on Instagram and follow this young woman because she's inspirational, incredible, and very empowering. And she's going to share some cool thoughts uh, that she's had about life, basically, with us today. It's Rory, a.k.a. Future Spice, and you can follow her on Instagram at Future Spice. Welcome to the show, Rory. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Thank you for having me. We're, um, I'm very excited. I've been kind of Instagram stalking you for the last couple months. My friend was uh, following you, actually, and said, you got to check this girl out. She writes some really amazing things. And uh, yeah, I just I love the messages that you put out there. And you've got 28.7 thousand followers, which is pretty impressive. Uh, how long have you been on Instagram for? Um, that's a good question. I think I've been on Instagram for 2018, 2017. Like three years. Three years? About that, yeah. 30,000 followers. Well done. I've been on Instagram for five years. I think 800 of you follow me. (laughs) I'm going to start posting better stuff, I guess. My goodness. I love it. Um, I love your title message. Pray first, stay weird, keep growing, sober life, be kind. Is this, are those like the five tenets of your life or why, why do you put that there? Well, the bio doesn't give you many words to work with. And so I just wanted to capture kind of the essence of what my page is about. Sort of. Yeah. (laughs) Um, just to give people an idea of what they're in for by following me. Um, The pray first is one of the most important parts to me, and that's why I put it first. Uh, Prayer to me uh, is essential in my life, and I view prayer as not just necessarily maybe like the Christian or religious sense, but to me, prayer is an individual's way of connecting to a power greater than themselves. Mm. Um, There's many ways of prayer, in my opinion, and I think all people have their own path, and I really respect that. And for me... Praying is taking a moment to just stop and breathe and connect within myself Mm -hmm. and kind of ground and center myself. So I use that as a tool in everything. Like when I'm getting uh, worked up about something or if I'm in a situation that's challenging or frustrating, I just do my best to remind myself to take that second. Yeah. Stop, pray, just get regrounded and regrouped Mm -hmm. and uh, then move forward from there. Yeah. And then the stay weird thing is important to me too, because um, as a kid, I was always weird. And I think most kids are, and I love that. Mm -hmm. And I always looked at adults and thought they'd gotten so boring and they just live these normal cookie cutter lives and they don't seem very happy and they're always complaining and grumpy. And I just always wanted to kind of keep that like joyful, youthful, excitement for life like don't stop trying things and keep exploring and uh don't get so hung up on the responsibilities of life I guess Mm -hmm. so for me stay weird it's important like I want people to explore their silliness basically (laughs) um keep growing that's another really important motto to me because I think the whole point of living is to evolve Mm -hmm. and 
as soon as we stop growing, we become stagnant. And I think that that's when we kind of get old. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I just want to remind myself always and, you know, kind of encourage others to keep reflecting on themselves. How can we better ourselves today mm-hmm. or this week or this month or what are our goals this year to keep growing? Absolutely. And sober life. Uh, I'm sober. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been sober for just over two years now. And uh, I'm really I feel like for me, it's really important to share that with people because until I got sober, I actually hadn't met another person who was sober. Oh, wow. (laughs) And so I thought being sober meant you'd be boring and you'd have no fun in life. Yeah. And I just want people to see that it's not actually like that. There's many ways. And I met a girl who was sober and she inspired me to get sober because she was so talented, so beautiful, so creative, so... Mm interesting and it made me realize that maybe I don't need drugs yeah to be happy yeah and that was a revolutionary thought so if I can tell people I'm sober and they say damn you party until 6 a.m and dance all night and you're sober yeah maybe I can do it too so I just yeah I like to put that out there and then be kind because it's very easy in this world to be hard on ourselves to be mean and cruel to ourselves Mm -hmm. and if we get stuck up thinking that we know what's best, we can be we can be cruel to others too. Yeah. And I just think we can never know where someone's come from, mm-hmm. and we don't know why a person is acting or is the way they are. Yeah. And so I just want to constantly remind myself, like, be kind to these people, mm-hmm. because I truly believe that if we were in this person's shoes, we would do the same things they did. Yeah. So that's a bit of a kind of capsule of yeah. the things I think and believe in strongly and uh, that's why that's my bio that's awesome well I, I'm I really like that you talked about um I mean all of that but there was one there's one point that we talk about in teen wealth the program for any of you that have done our program and are out there listening you know exactly what I'm what I'm probably going to say but um we talk about how when you're not kind to yourself and you don't like yourself then you project that onto others and we talk about when you're being bullied sometimes just know that that bully is the one that doesn't like himself or is struggling at home and and it's not always about us the ones that are being bullied unfortunately it's also the ones that are bullying that are sometimes the ones in the most pain so I love that you brought that up because we all just need to be kind to each other to we each actually other. have a t-shirt line in teen wealth that just says be kind really at the bottom oh yeah. I need so one of those I'll get you awesome. one of those. absolutely yeah <laughs> um so what else are you passionate about outside of those five tenants of kind of your life what what other hobbies and interests do you have hobbies and interests I love dance mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely love it particularly dance hall or anything that I feel like really frees my hips. Yeah. Um, I love Caribbean flavor music, and so I just super, super enjoy dancing. Awesome. Um, it's kind of a point in my life when I'm dancing where I feel the most free, mm-hmm. and it's easy for me to be very in the moment when I'm dancing, mm-hmm. and I think that's important. So I love to dance. I like making clothes. Okay. Uh, my sewing machine's currently broken, though, so I haven't oh. been doing that much lately. But I do enjoy it. I love the creativity of fashion. Actually, that was your first Instagram post ever, was a sewing it was. machine. <laughs> yes, yeah, there you go. my old okay. studio. So you really like it. <laughs> yeah, and I love, um, I love just, like, working with others. Yeah. And I work with others who are getting sober, and to me, that really nourishes my soul. So, mm. I don't know, it just it feels right. When I'm giving back... I feel like I'm doing the things I should be doing. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> and it just fills my heart up. So I love that a lot. So if we go back to your childhood and your teenage years, what inspired some of those passions that you have today? Did anything during when you were a teenager inspire the, some of those hobbies and passions that you like? Um, 
Hmm, that's a good question. My, <laughs> like, were you into fashion as a teenager, or did that no, come later? No, I wasn't into anything as a teenager because I smoked too much pot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that to helps. To be blunt. <laughs> um, that's I, a great play on words, by the way, to be blunt. I like <laughs> I'm going to have to use it. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was a super creative, weird, quirky child. Okay. And I was very creative, always making art. My mom really nourished my creativity, which was great. And then when I hit puberty and started junior high school, I just became a mess of hormones and I was instantly so insecure and so uncomfortable in my skin. I can't express how uncomfortable in my own skin I was. Yeah. I felt like I was the odd one out and all I could do was focus on my flaws and the things that were wrong with myself. Yeah. And I always felt like I was falling short. I was so uncomfortable in my own skin. And so I took to drugs yeah. and alcohol, unfortunately, because it made me feel more comfortable in my skin. For sure. And I didn't realize at the time that this was a false sense of security, but I really gripped onto that. And so I feel like I lost a lot of my youth because I was kind of just out of it most of the time. Yeah. And I didn't get to do things like go to dance classes and nourish my creativity anymore. Yeah. Um, my life just kind of became a switch direction. But as I got older, I started to find these things that mm -hmm. I did love and put my time and energy into that instead. Mm -hmm. Did you ever feel like at a, there was a point where you might have wanted to give up when you were a teenager, like struggling with drugs and, and not liking yourself? Was there ever a point where you were like, eh, I don't want to do this anymore, or were you just kind of numbing through high school? I was definitely numbing a lot. I went through a lot of different points with it. Mm -hmm. I didn't ever realize that drugs were the issue <clears throat> because I'd felt so uncomfortable while I was sober that I thought I was the issue. Oh, okay. And so I did go through a huge bout of depression mm -hmm. and there was points when I could barely leave my house and that was really really challenging mm -hmm. and so I did I used drugs to numb and to kind of get by so I could be social or so I could do these things yeah. I really I believed at the time that that was helping me mm -hmm. um, and then there was experiences I had when I was quite young that were very traumatic and some really bad things happened to me mm -hmm. while I was using. Um, I put myself in some dangerous situations and so then I would cut back and I stopped doing crazy drugs in my opinion, quote yeah. unquote, and then I would just smoke weed yeah. and I was just really disconnected from life. Yeah. I feel like I missed out on a lot. I was really yeah. unpresent and um, I'm just so grateful to be sober today because I feel like life is so much more rich For and sure. I get to enjoy so many more experiences because of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that definitely was a big, big part of my youth. Well, um, yeah, it's interesting because I know, I like, I'm the type of person that if I even try and smoke a tiny little bit of marijuana, I pass out for like a day after I've eaten everything <laughs> in the house. Sloth life. But then there's other people, like I used to date this guy who would smoke like a giant joint and then he would vacuum the house and do all the dishes and mow the lawn. <laughs> Because it gives people energy. So I know it affects so many people differently. differently and yeah. I used to think when I was a kid, I was like, oh, all my friends are like having fun and skateboarding, listening to music after we smoke pot. And I'm sitting here in the corner drooling on myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, I think that we all have this expectation that things are going to treat us the same, but they really affect our bodies so differently. differently. Yeah. Everything <laughs> does affect us differently. It's yeah. true. Yeah. It's scary. It's scary. Do you, so what about the marijuana as a gateway drug debate? Do you believe that's true or no? I think any drug's a gateway drug. Because okay. as soon as you try one thing and you realize you can alter the way you feel, yep. it becomes pretty easy to want to try other ways of altering. Yes. And you did point out that everything affects us differently. So mm -hmm. this is why I'm so compassionate when I see people on East Hastings mm -hmm. because 
But ultimately, there was nothing different between me other than the fact that some drugs worked for me mm -hmm. and not others. For sure. And that's why it's such a slippery slope when you get into that. Because if you're uncomfortable and you start using drugs to escape that, yeah. you avoid opportunities of real growth. Mm -hmm. You rob yourself of the opportunity to be present mm -hmm. and learn from things. And then you end up on this slippery journey of trying to change the way you feel. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, a, that's a great point. Um, for any of you that aren't from Vancouver, Canada, and don't know what East Hastings is, that's oh. basically the Skid Row. No, it's all good. We're both we both live in Vancouver, Canada now. We're actually here in person. Um, quite often, our guests are like in Australia, oh, okay. so um, I always try and um, share that. So it's basically like the it's yeah the Skid Row of downtown Vancouver, and and we're actually in the neighborhood right now, just at a friend's restaurant, watching people walk by that are struggling with drug addiction and. Both of us, our hearts kind of hurt because we're both compassionate to people that have gone through these things because we've both experienced these things in our own lives and watched friends struggle with it. So I just, I love that you brought that up, that any drug is a gateway drug because I think a lot of people think, oh, if I just smoke pot, I'll be okay. Or if I just try this, I'll be okay. And I think it just really depends person to person. Mm -hmm. um, some people are much more prone to addiction. Yeah. And people think it's a matter of willpower, but it really isn't. Sure. And that's why I'm so grateful that I finally realize that I can get help and it's okay to ask for help mm -hmm. and that by asking for help I'm actually stronger than yeah. thinking I needed to battle it on my own yeah that's a great point and one we have to go to commercial with because this it's so amazing how 15 minutes goes by so quickly <laughs> so uh, if you're just tuning in uh, go on to Instagram and follow Rory at future spice it's at future spice and we'll be back in just a couple minutes with uh, more with Rory Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You 
are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, I'm here with Future Spice, a.k.a. her real name, Rory. Uh, and we're talking about some of the great things that she's posted on her Instagram. She's very inspirational. Um, she was just telling us a little bit about her youth and uh, some of the things she believes in and her growing up. Uh, but I really want to pick on some of the great quotes that she has Um all of her pictures are pretty sensational. And then you read saucy. these. Amazing, yeah, they're saucy. They're pretty saucy pictures. Attention grabbing. <laughs> they are very much so. That's the point. Reel it's, them in. It's great. Show them the butt, but then tell them something real. There you go. She's a fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> then reel them in. I like that. So I kind of uh, Instagram stalked her and went through all of the different amazing posts. And then I just pulled out some of my favorite quotes. And I just want to kind of ask her to elaborate on those as I delve into her Instagram. So one of my favorite ones that you wrote is, I am grateful, therefore I am happy. And then you ask people, what are you grateful for today? So you really engage your audience. But why is that so important to you being grateful? And how did you learn to be grateful? Because it's not something that everybody has. This is a great question. It's actually one of my favorite quotes, too, so I was really happy that you pulled that one out because gratitude is the basis of my happiness today. Mm -hmm. And my belief in what I've learned through listening to others who had found happiness Mm -hmm. was that when we take the time every day to focus on the good things, we feel better. Mm -hmm. And as we feel better, we attract more good things into our life. Yeah. And life is complicated. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It doesn't just get better one day. You know, you don't just do one thing and then all of a sudden it's perfect. No, life is messy. And the more we learn to focus on the good things that are happening each day, Mm -hmm. the less we're hypersensitive towards the challenging things that are going on in our life. Yeah. So I used to have severe depression Mm -hmm. and I would focus on everything bad. Yeah. It was all I could see. Mm -hmm. And the more I focused on the bad things, the bigger they became and the more real and huge they felt yeah so the shift of learning to focus on the good things even if they might seem small and insignificant Mm -hmm. it's amazing because just by focusing on those little good things in my day like wow it's a beautiful blue sky and then while the grass is really green and fresh and I love that I can breathe this great air um, those little things start to spark other things to be grateful for and I start to see the world differently Mm -hmm. than I was seeing it before yeah and how I came to finding this gratitude perspective, my mom tried to teach me this as a kid, but <laughs> it didn't quite seep in. I think it was like dormant inside of me, yeah. but I just did struggle a lot in my youth yeah. uh, with depression and anxiety. So yeah. it started to surface more as I got sober. Yeah. And the program I'm in, the program that helped me to get sober, it's a very big thing that people talk about a lot is gratitude. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's been a game changer for me. So I do my best every day, at least once a day when I wake up to take a couple minutes and just think, what am I grateful for today? Mm -hmm. And some days are hard and it's not as easy to figure out what I'm grateful for, but I make that habit anyways. And I always feel better after I do it. That's awesome. Yeah. My, my business partner that some of you may know, I'm Evan Oglesby who played in the NFL for five and a half years and who helps hundreds of kids every single day. The man is incredible. He taught me a very valuable lesson as well. Um, we were staying in a hotel room in Vegas. We were about to do a conference and he stood up and he was facing out the window and he held his arms up and just like spread his arms right out. Like, like the Christ the Redemptor statue in Brazil. 
and he just was like breathing for a second. And afterwards, he just kind of turned and smiled. And I said, so what, what did you just do? What did, where did you just go? And he said, I, every morning when I get up, I look out the window and I stretch and I breathe. And I ask myself, how can it get any better than this? Mm-hmm. And he literally sums up all the things he's appreciative for in that exact moment. Mm-hmm. And I just, I do that now. I don't do it every day. I'm really, I'm, <laughs> I'm crap at forming habits, I have to say. Uh, you, you wrote a little bit later that you mix balance with making plans, and we'll get into that a bit later, but I love it because that's me too. I have a plan for my life, but I still do a lot of random things, and so sometimes I forget to do the good habits as well. Not Definitely not perfect. Um, <laughs> nah, but yeah, nobody it's, it's is. Like, no. It's a myth. Oh, I don't know. I think Brad Pitt, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> His butt, no. <laughs> just um, that, though, yeah, nothing else. <laughs> um, yeah, and so I just, I really love that. I, I love that you wrote that. But you did talk a little bit before the show. We were talking a little bit about habits. And I remember you mentioning one thing about every time you had a negative thought, you um, said two positive thoughts, and that's something that helps reinforce a positive habit. Yeah. So do you have any other suggestions for any of our listeners, maybe on how they can reinforce being grateful every day and yeah. how to practice that? Well, I think that one would probably be my biggest suggestion to anyone I had extremely severe depression and it got so bad that my last remaining friend (laughs) one day turned to me and said I can't fucking handle this anymore like you're so depressing I don't even want to be around you and (laughs) that crushed me so much but in that moment I realized wow like I need to change yeah something has to change and Nothing has changed over this course of these years. I even tried meds, mm-hmm. even though I was super resistant towards it. Yeah. That didn't help. I've done every kind of drug under the sun. That didn't help. Yeah. Nothing was working anymore. Yeah. And I had found this book called Conscious Language, The Logos of Now. Mm-hmm. The book itself has got some great points, but the thing I took away from it was this, um, in our brain we have neurons and they're firing through our synapses. and. I spent years being depressed and every time I had these negative thoughts, they were creating a strengthened pathway in my brain Mm -hmm. and I kept having more negative thoughts and they kept getting stronger, these pathways in my brain. And when I read that in the book, it made me feel less powerless because Mm -hmm. I realized, well, it's not me. Yeah. It's just the way my brain has been wired Mm -hmm. because I've been having these negative thoughts. Yeah. So I'm not my thoughts. I can change my thoughts. And in the book, it was a suggestion. I don't know if it was that specific book that suggested this, but maybe it was another book. It suggested that every time you have one negative thought, think two positive thoughts. Mm -hmm. Because then you'll be training your brain to develop stronger pathways of positivity. Mm -hmm. So I started doing that. And the first three to six months felt ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. I would have my normal, natural, the world sucks, it's going nowhere, people don't care about everyone who's suffering. And I'd be like, oh wait, <sighs> okay, it's really sunny outside and the plants love the sun because it gives them nutrients. So I guess that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, oh, this is so stupid. And I'm like, okay, wait. <laughs> yeah. All right, and Rewind. then I'd have to think two <laughs> other positive thoughts. And it felt really cheesy and inauthentic at first, but sometimes the mind can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. So I just kept doing this and it got to the point where the positive thought became the more natural thought. Yeah. And now today, this is years later and lots of practice. I'm pretty sure that any person who knows me would say Roy is an extremely positive person Mm -hmm. and it's actually very natural and very authentic now. I don't have to force myself to see the good in things anymore because I put in that time, I put in that work and I really forced myself to think positive things. Mm -hmm. And obviously I've had lots of 
challenging situations throughout my life. So I've had my ups and downs and some days are harder to do this, but that practice of gratitude really keeps me kind of tuned up. That's awesome. (laughs) I just, you just reminded me of a show we did about three or four months ago. Have you heard of the book thoughts are things or the concept of thoughts are things? No, it was very interesting because a lot of us, whatever we hear in our head, we think that's who we are. Mm. And this person literally described, no, your thought isn't who you are. It's just a thing. Um, and so once you realize that that's a thing and you can either choose to inject, accept it or reject it. Ah, oh, I love that. And I was like, oh my gosh, so that's, that's kind of exactly what you're talking totally. about. Well, I find it's hard when people have things like addiction issues or anxiety or depression. I hear a lot of people saying like, oh, I am so depressed. Like mm-hmm. I have so much anxiety. And in reality, if you're a sensitive person, like spiritually sensitive or just empath- empathic and yeah. you feel so much, it's like, a lot of these times, these things are coming from so many directions, and yeah. by clinging to it, we make it so much more real, yeah. and it forms like a part of our identity, mm-hmm. and it makes it harder to move away from that. Yeah. And so I really started to shift like that perspective, where it's like I'm not my thoughts. Yes, I might be having a sad feeling right now, but it's not all of who I am, and it's okay. Yeah, I can breathe through this moment. Yeah, and I can keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting. I with this. This young man I work with, he's 26, and he's one of the most articulate young guys I've ever met. And he said a very interesting thought, because we were actually discussing thoughts or things. And he said to me, he goes, yeah, I really believe that people are their second thought, not their first one. Mm. And then I started thinking, and I'm like, because you know how we all make those snap judgments about people yeah. as they walk by? You'll be like, oh, she's stupid, or oh, she's ugly. Or her outfit's But then your nasty. brain goes, oh, why did I say that? Yeah. That's not real. <laughs> so you th- your second thought is really oh. who you are, but your first thought's what the world tells you you should be responding that's what like, we've been bred to believe through yeah. all of the information we've been given our whole lives. I really like that. <laughs> See, that's amazing. You should meet him. You should just come and, and sit at my bar and talk to him because he's so smart. Absolutely true because the second thought is your opportunity to reflect on why you thought that in yeah. the first place. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah, so me cool. too. I'm learning. I'm what 34, traveled all over the world, and this guy is teaching me at 26. Yeah, so we never days. stop learning. We ah. never stop. Well, and then I guess that goes to another great quote that I pulled from yours. The things we focus on become our reality. Mm. So I guess that's basically what you were talking about, right? If you focus on a negative thing, it becomes becomes your your reality. And I got that from Abraham Hicks, which is this woman who channels a spiritual entity. And then people ask her questions and she just does like a free flow consciousness speaking. But she talks a lot about you might be having a shitty moment and Mm -hmm. that's okay. Mm -hmm take that second and shift your perspective yeah. to something good, even yeah. if it's completely unrelated. Maybe you're stressed about your boyfriend cheating on you. Yeah. Stop. Because yeah. focusing on it's not getting you anywhere good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think about something good, like how many amazing supportive friends you have mm-hmm. or how wonderful your mother is or how great trees are when you go and sit with them and they make you feel so peaceful. Like whatever yeah. it is, just change your thought to something good. Yeah. And I find a lot of spiritual teachings touch back to this concept of yeah stopping yourself in your tracks and mm-hmm. being like, it's okay. Yeah. Let's think about something different, something more positive, something that makes us feel good. Yeah. What, one of my, wow. One of my closest friends is a holistic healer. And she always says that a lot of us are floating above the ground. Those of us that are empathetic and compassionate and, and it can make us kind of get out of our heads sometimes. Mm-hmm. And she's like, just be grounded. I love and that. So I, I always take my shoes off and I put my, Me too. Feet on the ground. my shoes are off right now. <laughs> Mine just have too many laces. Otherwise I wouldn't. <laughs> Um, and, and I literally, I, I do that when I'm like, 
when I'm stressing or I'm no, busy, same. and I'll just go outside and put my feet in the grass in the sand. And just it go, helps with anxiety. Oh, isn't that amazing? I'll just, just go sit in the, the dirt. Ground. Yeah, I'll literally go on my hands and knees and look like a crazy person, but <laughs> screw everyone else because I feel better right. when I do it. Actually, I have a really funny story. When I was 17, I moved to Brazil for a year. And I was, I went out for a jog because I was feeling really anxious because I was living in a country that I didn't know anything. I didn't speak the language. I was staying at the family's house. And I went for a run and I came back after the run and sat in the grass. Well, in Canada, we don't have stinging ants, okay? The ants don't hurt. <laughs> so I'm sitting in the grass and I'm stretching my legs out and all of a sudden, pain. My You're legs so are on Canadian. fire. There were hundreds oh of my bugs God. on my legs. <laughs> it was so funny and I ran inside. But... I think I think being grounded is, is super important and stretching and taking time to exercise it's and all that. It's like the praying thing, just taking that second to ground in any way that mm-hmm. works for you. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so good that you found that. I, I want to ask you how you got there when we get back because we have another commercial break to go to. We'll see you back in a short moment, everyone. And if you aren't following Rory yet, it's at Future Spice on Instagram. You got to read her posts. It's very worth spending time doing. We'll see you in just a moment after these commercials. Bye. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. If you're an influencer, you don't follow the trends. You set them. Voice America influencers are involved in creating change in personal and professional lives, collaborating and driving value to make our lives better. We have world-renowned thought leaders, speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, artists, and some of the most influential voices today. Listen in today to what they have to say. Engage in the conversation. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Answer the call. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to brandy at globalteenwealth.com. That's brandy with an I at globalteenwealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Team Wealth Radio. If you just joined us, we're talking to Rory, a.k.a. Future Spice, and you can follow her on Instagram, at Future Spice. She's got some really interesting insights about life. She's incredibly inspirational and articulate, and I'm just so glad to have her on the show. I'm 
I currently am stalking her Instagram and reading all the stuff, and I've pulled some of my favorite quotes from her, so I'm just going to ask her to explain a little bit more or embellish on some of them. Um, one of the things I think we really don't do right now, I don't know if it's because of media and how we want our bodies to be one way or our bodies to be another, but we tend to put down our fellow ladies out there for all you girls that are listening, and I think guys do the same thing. I mean, if you look at the original Batman and Robin in the 1960s, those guys were skinny, had their clothes hanging off of them, like their costumes. And nowadays they have massive six packs and, and they're all fake, the Christian Bale Batman. And so I think a lot of young men uh, are also having self-esteem issues too. Uh, I don't know what phone that is. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's mine. not mine. No, that's great. <laughs> I don't know. Some, some phone's going off. We're in a, we're in a restaurant. Um, and, and I think there's a lot of pressure uh, amongst people. And I think we're trying to sometimes putting people down more than we are lifting them up. So you had a quote on yours that said, women are powerful. When we lift one another up, amazing things happen. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Uh, obviously, since I'm a woman, I have experienced my life as a woman and the hardships that we face, because there is, to this day, still tons of sexism. And <clears throat> so my post here is obviously geared towards more women because that's my personal experience that I draw from. So when I say that women are powerful and we lift each other up, we get to accomplish a lot more. I'm saying this because for so long in my life, I found women were really competitive with each other. And what tends to happen is we look at this woman who we think, oh, she's beautiful and she has what I want. Therefore, I'm less than. And that's such a flawed perspective that I think is kind of ingrained into us through marketing and such as an attempt to convince us that we need to buy more and change more and do more uh, so that we can spend more money, perhaps. I'm not, you know, <laughs> maybe other reasons too. But anyways, the point is, is that instead of me like focusing on how another woman is better than me, I started to shift my perspective and think, well, I admire this woman and I admire these qualities and that's a good thing and it doesn't mean I'm less than. And if I get to know this woman, like I can learn from her too. Mm. And I find that we've been raised to really kind of compete with one another and it's unfortunate because we get a lot more done when we work together. Yeah. And I've been lucky enough to meet a lot of really amazing women who ended up supporting me through my life, um, encouraging me and helping me to believe in myself. And that really helped me to see the value of one woman helping another woman and, and a sisterhood that you can create. Just, yeah, it makes the world a better place, I think. And I think women can do great things when we work together. Well, and it all goes back to your be kind thing. I mean, it's, I, I, we, we were talking a little bit about before the break, you're half black, half white. No, I'm just white. You're just white, but you're... My mom is white. White. My okay. dad is white, but he wasn't in the picture, really. Okay. Um, my brother's dad is black. Okay. And so he is my father. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, so we were talking a little bit about how we struggle to have compassion for certain people that we don't agree with in certain things. For one, our, we have a big mutual thing on racism. Neither of us... Like I can't put my head all. around it. Yeah, I can't grasp can't, it. Yeah. The ignorance is baffling. It is. And so we, we both struggle with having compassion for people that are racist because maybe there are uh, other factors in their life. But it's just so it's, it was interesting that we talked about that. And it's just, yeah, sorry. I keep, I keep going back <laughs> to the track. be kind thing. Yeah, side yeah the, the be kind thing is huge. And I was saying that it's easy for me to be kind to people who I see struggling. And it's easy for me to be kind to um 
the person who's being bullied or the person who's struggling with addiction because I have personal experience with that. But then I was saying like, I'm learning that I have to find compassion for the people that I'm very opposing their viewpoints. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And particularly I was saying sexist people and racist people and homophobic people, I have a really hard time finding compassion for them. And I think that if I could have more compassion for them, then I'd probably be able to have a more healthy conversation with them. And mm-hmm. as a result, maybe make an actual change in their perspective. Yeah. And that's something I really do want to work on. It's not like we have to agree, but I don't know their life experience. And perhaps if I could be less angered, I could sit there calmly and really hear them out. And then maybe they'd be more willing to hear me out. That's awesome. So uh, you, you, I like that on all of your posts or a lot of your posts, you ask questions of your followers, yes. um, whether it's to tag someone that they also feel is empowered or that might need uh, a little empowerment for the day. And you always say, my DM is always open if you need to message me. Why are you so awesome? <laughs> like, why do you allow people who like to, to bring their vulnerabilities to you and, and then you share your vulnerabilities back? What What made you that way? I think that in my life growing up and in our societies, I learned this attitude that I have to be fiercely independent, I have to be perfect, I have to be successful, and I have to figure it out all on my own because if I don't do that, I'm failing. And that perspective that if I'm not perfect, I'm a failure, led me to addiction issues Mm. because I felt every day, no matter what I did, I never felt good enough. I might get a really good mark in school, but I still didn't feel good enough. I might get that like girlfriend or boyfriend that I was interested in, but I still wasn't good enough. No matter what I did, I never felt good enough. And when I had a problem, like when I had depression, I didn't want anyone to know. Mm-hmm. When I had anxiety, I felt embarrassed. I felt ashamed. I felt like I was a failure. And once I got sober and realized that by admitting that, I could really open up to getting help and that I wasn't actually a failure and that our society has been failing us, not the other way around. Mm -hmm. I realize that many people probably feel that way and I just want to be an open door for that. I want people to feel comfortable to talk about what they're going through because it's valid Mm -hmm. and we're all valuable and we're not failing, we're just doing our best. And I want people to know that there's many people out there who understand that and accept them for who they are like you have depression you are not depression you are still a good person Mm -hmm. you know you still have value and merit and I'm glad that you're here and I especially reach my hand out to people who are feeling like they're really struggling with drug addiction and depression and suicide because it's a hard place to be in and it's a lonely place to be in but we are not alone Mm -hmm. and if people can learn through me being vulnerable and talking about my hardships that it's okay to be vulnerable and talk for talk about your hardships and ask for help I think that's the biggest blessing I can offer this world I just want people to be comfortable enough to ask for help because we deserve help Mm -hmm. and it means you're strong it's not the other way around like I just really want I'm so passionate about that (laughs) I'm getting a little emotional over here I mean, you you had two, uh, through all of your great posts, you had two huge themes that kept repeating themselves over and over into your Instagram. At least that's my opinion from what I saw. Number one was mistakes become learning experiences if you allow them to be. And number two is you take everything one day at a time. There's never, we're going to make life perfect tomorrow. It's, we take little tiny baby steps to get to where we need to go through the fact that mistakes, um, did I, did I sum that up? I think that sums up pretty well. Okay. 
the thing, the theme I think is like being gentle on ourselves because nobody is perfect. And you might be comparison, comparing yourself to this girl at school and thinking, oh, she's perfect. She's happy. She has the perfect life. But we don't actually know what's going on in this person's head. Nobody is perfect. We're all just flailing around here trying to make the best <laughs> of it. And some people have better coping techniques, yes. but that's something we can learn. And if we're gentle with ourselves, it's easier to learn it. When I was hard on myself and I was laying in bed smoking weed thinking I was a piece of shit, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't really getting anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but when I accepted that I felt bad and I said, it's okay that I feel bad today, you know what? I'm going to do one nice thing for myself because that's all I can handle. Maybe yeah. tomorrow I'll do two nice things for yeah. myself. Absolutely. Um, Oh gosh, I have like a hundred questions to ask you. We're getting close <laughs> to the end of the show. This is quite scary. Um, there's one that I want to come back to though. I want to save that for the end because it's so great. Um, oh, I, another couple quotes that you wrote. If you're sad, that's okay. And I want to not beat myself up for not being perfect. I love that you wrote, if you're sad, that's okay. Because so many of us think that when we're sad, we're failing. Yeah. I mean, it's okay to literally sit in bed all day, cry, feel unhappy and eat a bunch of haagen as long as you move on the next yeah. day or find a way to get out of that. Sometimes I you, you need to that. do it. I think so many people suppress their emotions. Mm-hmm. And I think that because that's what I did. I just kept swimming. I was like ignoring my feelings, ignoring, ignoring, ignoring. And then it would wash over me like a waterfall and it would turn into like depression. Yeah. But when I got to a point through getting sober, I learned about the one day at a time thing. Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot and I'm learning a lot constantly about acceptance. Mm-hmm. And acceptance is also accepting that sometimes I'm going to be grumpy. Sometimes I'm going to be sad. Yeah. Sometimes I'm going to be angry. I'm yeah. a human and I have a range of emotions. But because I get sad, I can also get happy too. Mm-hmm. And because I get angry, I can also be loving too. Yeah. And I need to learn and continue to learn. And I really want to share with people that it's okay to have a bad day. Mm-hmm. It's not forever. Yeah. It might feel huge right now, mm-hmm. but you can take constructive steps forward. And I believe that there is hope in every situation. That's awesome. Um, I, I think I keep coming back to this, that you keep building great habits through positive thoughts and, and forcing yourself to do certain things that maybe make you feel uncomfortable. I, on your January 4th post, you mentioned Jim Quick and the habit of um, doing things when you first wake up. And then you mentioned a 30-day challenge. Uh, we have two minutes before the commercial break. Can you sum up uh, the 30-day challenge that you did? I read at some point that it takes – is it – 30 days to make a habit and 90 days to break a habit. Not sure. Google it. <laughs> Google it. There's some type of number there. Like, I don't know if it's 90 days to make a habit, mm-hmm. something like that. But anyways, I read that and I thought, oh, this is great. Um, I want to pray every morning when I wake up and I haven't been doing it every day. And the days I don't do it, I feel less good. So mm-hmm. I said, well, I'm going to make a post right now because <laughs> I'm feeling excited about this and maybe I'll hold myself more accountable yeah. because everyone's going to hear it and keep asking me if I'm doing it. Yeah. So I made the challenge and I thought like, who else wants to join me on this challenge? What's a habit that you know would increase your life and make you feel better every day that you want to add in and let's all just pick something and, and go with it. And so I chose praying and meditating in the morning. And yeah, I felt way more accountable because I knew my followers were doing it too and that people were going to ask me, yes. hey, how's that going? How's that go? yeah. <laughs> um, you're, you're a very articulate person and you have a million thoughts in your head. Too many. <laughs> how, do you, how do you take that time to meditate? Because I'm the same and I, I cannot meditate. I just, I have to do more things. Like I have to go yeah, for a run. I'm a doer too. Okay. I feel you. It's like, wow. Like yeah. My meditation is a run or some physical activity because I can't sit and just yeah. run. 
And that's the thing. <laughs> Everybody's different. And what prayer looks like for one person, it's going to be totally different for another. What a spiritual practice is for one person is going to be totally different for someone else. And I think there's many forms of meditation too. And there is the sit with the legs crossed, deep breathe and enter into a state of nothingness. Yes. But there's also go for a run, feeling connected to the earth, breathing yeah. in that good oxygen. There's also drawing a piece of art. And yeah. I think many people have the things that they know work yeah. for them. Yeah. And I just think that it's important to figure out what that is for you by process of trying. Try mm -hmm. everything. Go for a run. You didn't like that? Okay. Yeah. Draw a painting. <laughs> you didn't like that? Okay. Go swimming. Go hiking. Mm -hmm. Go sit in your room with candles and yeah. play a song that you love and mm -hmm. just be present. Yeah. Uh, there's so many ways. And what works for me might not work for you, but you might as well try. Yeah. And when I hear things like other people do, I'm like, all right, I'm going to give that a shot. Maybe yeah. I'll like it. Yeah. Maybe I can add that into my life. Well, I always tell, say that to parents. I'm like, put your kid in everything if you can. Get them into everything, and then they'll find one thing out of everything that they like. Or maybe a hundred. Or maybe a hundred. <laughs> I mean, some of us don't have the money or resources growing up. No. I know we talked about that to, to try everything, but, I mean, you can always try something simply for free. But we do have to go to commercial break. We'll be back uh, for our last ten minutes, I guess. Wow, the hour's flying by, Rory. Thank you so much. Uh, to finish off our interview with Rory, and if you're not following her yet on Instagram, it's at Future Spice. See you in a minute. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Teen Wealth. We have about 10 minutes left with the amazing Rory. If you're not following yet on Instagram, it's Future Spice, at Future Spice. And she's got some incredible stuff posted on there. So read everything, because I sure did. <laughs> and close your eyes looking at the booty pics, you kids. <laughs> no, you got you to celebrate your body. I think we, we hide it too much. Like, go to any other country, like oh France, and they're all so naked normal. on the beach. I know. I agree. So, <laughs> I think that's why we have so many hookups with our self-esteem as well. Exactly. Because we hide all Because we're so ashamed. Exactly. So look at the butts and read the stuff. Okay, fine. Look at the butts. <laughs> um, my last, Sorry, mom. No. <laughs> Sorry, moms. There's some few. Um, my last favorite quote that I just wanted to get to was, I choose to live my life boldly. I think so many people are afraid to do that, to live the life they really want because they're afraid to be judged, stigmatized, whatever. How do you do that? How do you maintain that on a consistent basis? Tell me. <laughs> How do you live boldly? <laughs> How do I live boldly? Uh, I tried living not boldly for a short period of time mm -hmm. and I was so unhappy that I just literally couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what it is, but I decided that I would rather be happy than care about what people thought of me. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean I'm going to go around like robbing people and doing bad <laughs> things because I still want to be a good person. I still want to impact people well and be a positive person and I want to be a kind person, but I, do do things in my life that some people may deem um, less than or not good. I don't know how to word that because <laughs> it's bullshit. Yeah, no, agreed. <laughs> because everybody is different and everybody's path is different and what works for one person might not work for another and we all have different boundaries mm -hmm. and that's the thing I've spent time really kind of cultivating what are my personal boundaries, what really works for me and it's a lot of tuning into myself and asking myself, how do I really feel about this right now? Not what my mom thinks, not what this girl from school is going to think, not what my friends that I grew up with will think of mm -hmm. me. Um, and that's hard to do because we're really kind of brainwashed into believing that we need to please everyone else around us and that we're only succeeding if other people think we're succeeding. But I don't think that anymore. I think that I'm succeeding when I'm happy Yeah. and when I'm treating others well. Mm-hmm. So if you had one big dream for your entire life, like something you really wanted to do or contribute to the world, I know we talked a moment about this, what would it be? <laughs> I definitely believe in working with youth because that's the kind of point in life where you're still developing important habits and important beliefs about yourself and it changes the way you interact with the rest of the world. So mm -hmm. I really want to work with youth. And I think that um, our youth are robbed of a lot of things because our school systems are a little bit twisted and society is intense. Yeah. And I would be very excited to spend my whole life just working with youth if mm -hmm. for somehow my rent would be paid and everything else yes. would work out magically. <laughs> hey, trust me, I'm working on that right now. Um, so you have these... You're, you, Listening to you talk and reading your writing, you're incredibly smart and articulate and interesting. You're gorgeous. You have like all these great things going <laughs> for you. you. No, it's, I mean, it's true. <laughs> you, you. I mean, you can see it if you follow her <laughs> at Future Spice on Instagram. But, but the thing is, a lot of people judge you for what your career choice is or what you do for a living or how you look. Yes. So what is your current career and how is that strengthened or herded yes. or herded? herded. That's how did that hurt? I don't think that's a word. Um, dampened, I don't know, your, your self-worth and, yeah. and yeah, just a little bit. So that. I'm a stripper. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. Uh, on a youth show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm a stripper and 
I have never been ashamed of my body and I've always felt comfortable naked and I love dancing and I think human sexuality is an important part of human being. So I didn't have that many weird qualms and hangups about it. Mm -hmm. So I started stripping because I thought it would be fun and the money looked appealing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's been a crazy journey because I had my own prejudice against what stripping was going to be. I thought, okay, I'm going to be the only cool, sane, smart person there. I'm going to be dealing with some crazy drug addict women and it's going to be really intense and they're going to be really bitchy. And I believed everything I'd been force fed. Mm -hmm. And then I started dancing. And in my first week, women were taking me in, teaching me dance moves, being supportive. It was mind blowing. I met this woman who was a mother. I met another woman who bought a farm and had youth camps every summer. I met another woman who built a house on her own property on the island and became a safe space for animals that had nowhere to go. I met all kinds of women. And yes, there was some girls who were party girls and kind of, you know, wrapped up in that. But there were all kinds of women. Mm -hmm. And the best part of my job is the women. Yeah. There are some strong, badass women doing great things with their life. Yeah. And even if their only aspiration is to just be a dancer and be a good person, that's enough too. Yeah. Um, my job has helped me be more confident. And a great thing I love about my job is I meet all kinds of people. Mm-hmm. It's a cross section of humanity. And so I am in a position where I get to speak my mind actually in my job. And so I worked bartending and men would be sexist to me. Mm-hmm. And my boss literally said, just grin and bear it. And in my dancing job, it's not like that. So when a guy says a sexist comment to me, I actually whip around and I say, excuse me, sir, that is extremely sexist and that's not okay. And women deserve respect regardless of what they're wearing or what they're doing. And I love that I have that freedom in my job. And I feel like I get a lot of great teaching moments Mm -hmm. and I meet great people from all walks of life. I am definitely using this as a stepping stone. Mm -hmm. I love the sensuality of performing on stage and I like that I get to meet all kinds of people, Mm -hmm. but the bar industry, it's tough to be in. The hours are, you know, tough sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) And I I am working towards saving right now. So I'm going back to school, but just because I'm going back to school doesn't mean every dancer needs that aspiration. Yes. Um, well, that's the old cliche. It's such a cliche, movies, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm stripping to put myself through school. No, but there's actual. I am that, that cliche, yeah. but <laughs> no, but <laughs> not everybody is like that. All of us are doing things that we don't like sometimes to yeah. go to school. So it's yeah. but you enjoy yours. I enjoy my job. There's hard parts, and I do deal with some crazy misogyny at times, and I do deal with a lot of different things that can be challenging. But every job has its ups and downs, and I happen to be good at this. Yeah. So it works for me. Mm-hmm. It works for my boundaries personally. Yeah. But it doesn't work for everyone, and that's okay too. And anyone has their own kind of hustle. Like if you have a direction and you see where you're going, yeah. just focus on what really works for you. Yeah. So we only have one minute left, oh, even gosh. though we could keep her on for a whole other <laughs> hour. I swear. If okay, so imagine if I could make every teenager between the ages of 13 and 18 sit down, shut up, and listen to you for 30 seconds. You could give them one heartfelt piece of advice. What would that be? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know that's not easy. <laughs> Be gentle on yourself because nobody is perfect (laughs) and we're going to make mistakes. But if we are gentle with ourselves, we can learn from them and we can keep moving forward. Yeah. And just do your best to be nice to yourself, but also to others. Like even the people who seem like dickheads. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Holding on to anger towards them doesn't serve you anyways. And when we let go and realize that everyone is different and we're all just doing our best 
we can be a lot more supportive of people's growth and mm-hmm. we can be a lot more supportive of our own growth. Yeah. And if you are struggling, ask for help because by reaching out, you're actually helping that other person feel useful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's just, we're a community, a global community. Humans need each other. Yeah. We're not in this alone. That's a myth. <laughs> Yeah. No man is an island. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, Rory, I really want to thank you. This has been amazing. If you're not following her yet, go to Instagram and go to at future spice. And then if you ever want to reach out to me, it's at GTW CEO. You can call my 1-800 number. It's 1-855-8616 or 8336. And you can always go to our website, globalteenwealth.org. And we'll be happy to, um, help get you involved thank you again for tuning into team wealth radio i can't believe we've been doing this for two years now this is amazing (laughs) so keep tuning in every monday live at 5 pacific 8 p.m eastern see you all same time same place next week thanks for being part of teen wealth radio please join your host brandy england her guests and panel of experts again next thursday at 5 p.m pacific time 8 p.m eastern time on the voice america variety channel Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show.